0: This is Iron Man Zack from the Three Lunatics, here to give you a special message about the Little Geek Lost podcast. If you enjoy this saxophone in the background, you're really going to enjoy this show. So put your pencil protectors, your calculators, and all other gaming accessories aside, because
1: you're about to listen to the Little Geek Lost podcast. Little Geek Lost episode of Little Geek Lost and I finally have another girl on for once because it's been a long line of guys. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, uh, my name is Stephanie.
0: I am the co-host of the Gotham Lights podcast, which is a Gotham TV show fan cast that I do with uh, my co-host. And I uh, live in Arizona, which is The surface of the sun at this time of the year (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) i'm just trying to to keep cool as best as possible
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we've been um we usually have like pretty decent summers up here because i live in northern ontario Mm -hmm. but this i don't know it's been weird this year it's been like thunderstorms like every other day it's ridiculous wow (laughs) (laughs) which i'm sure you'd rather have than boiling hot weather down there
0: (laughs) yes definitely although it is our our monsoon season has started and that's usually when we get um all of our rain for (laughs) the entire year so i'm I'm looking forward to to that first rain shower even though they don't usually tend to last that long and it's been mostly
1: sandstorms so i'm I'm hoping for for more rain (laughs) that's crazy Well, and I decided to have you on because I wanted to talk about conventions. Um, I know you're right. going to a few this summer and kind of it's like the swing of conventions right now with a lot of people going to them and some bigger ones coming up. And I've only been to one myself. So two, three years ago, my husband and I went to BlizzCon, mm-hmm. which was our first convention, the only one we've been to so far. Um, but I, I and mean, we always talk about going to one that's a bit more related to like other stuff than just specifically blizzard games (laughs) right like a pop culture one or you know a comic-con style one or whatever um so what ones have you been to this year
0: let's see this year well uh the one that i go to every year because i actually work for it is a phoenix comic-con which is our our local uh convention here one of the the bigger ones i mean we're not huge like san diego or uh, new york but we're we're getting up there i think this Ours was in the beginning of June and I think our tallies for attendance was a hundred thousand for the weekend. Oh wow. So it's that's pretty pretty up there that's and the size uh, of my
1: whole city <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's uh it's impressive and and it's in june so it's already really hot yeah. so it's impressive that so many people will, will still come out to enjoy it but then of course you know you stay inside it's air conditioning it's it's fine it's yeah. fun <laughs> uh, and then you wait till the sun goes down and then you go outside and it's okay <laughs> uh so that one i've been i've been volunteering for that one actually and attending it for about five years now and, oh, wow. and i've Love doing that. I'm actually a photo booth coordinator, so I run one of the celebrity photo booths that oh, uh, go awesome. on the, the day. So I've been doing that and really enjoy that and will continue to do that for as long as they'll, they'll let me do it. So <laughs> uh, aside from from that, I would say the only other ones I've been to have been some smaller um, supernatural conventions that are run here in the States. They We actually had one uh, locally in Phoenix the last couple of years. So I've gone to that one that's run by Creation Entertainment. I've been to the one that they do in Vancouver, which is um, where Supernatural is filmed. And then I've been to this year another one in the in the UK. So I made a little vacation out of that. I, I toured around London and went to a convention and hung out with some friends that, that I know that live in the the UK. So that was really fun. So that's, that's kind of uh, the ones that I've been to.
1: <laughs> well going back to the Phoenix one, um, Mm -hmm. like volunteering for it, did you just decide, you know, that you wanted to start volunteer, like volunteering for it? You know, how did that come about?
0: Yeah, it kind of
1: happened on accident,
0: for lack of a better word. (laughs) (laughs) I I had had a friend who I worked with that knew somebody else that we worked with that was going to be the manager for the photo booth and had asked him because he knew he was interested in comic books and and comics and things and and was a geek and said, hey, would you be interested in in volunteering? And he told me about it and I was like, oh, that sounds pretty interesting. I had always thought about going to the Phoenix Comic Con. I'd I'd never gone and I thought, well, this would be a good way to, to get introduced to that, check it out, see if I like it. And uh, so we both went and and actually interviewed for the the <laughs> position because the it, the coordinator positions are a, a manager level position. So they they wanted you to interview like a pro, like a professional job. We went oh, wow. and <laughs> had our interview with the the director of the department at the time, and uh, yeah, the rest was uh, history. We got hired on, and I kept doing it. He kind of. Went with it a couple years, but then didn't want to be necessarily in a coordinator coordinator position anymore. He dropped down to just a regular volunteer, and then he stopped for a little bit, and actually came back this year to, to help us out, which was really cool. But I just I fell in love with it and the whole atmosphere.
1: And Is just there the... a, like uh, like a lot of volunteers for it? I imagine. I guess with that many, you know, hundred thousand people in attendance, there you need like a whole separate army of volunteers for something. Oh like yeah, that.
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely. I think the the photo booth itself we're comprised. We we fall under the, the tech team, so we are the photo booth, and then the, the tech guys handle all of the tech for the convention and for the photo booth, and I think we this year had at least 100-something volunteers for our photo booth alone. Oh, wow. And uh, so then, and if you can imagine, there's a bunch of other departments that handle programming and uh, operations and all this other things, so that there's thousands of volunteers that are, are running this convention, and... Um, it's it's interesting and crazy. And then you see all these people and it's so crowded and packed. And I will usually be working most of the time so I don't get to see as much, but it's still for me worth it because, I, I like I said, I, I work in the celebrity photo booth. So I get to see all the celebrities and yeah. get to see them interacting <laughs> with their fans and see all these cool experiences and, and memories being made. And it's, it's so, so cool. Like, I, I don't even really care that I miss things. <laughs> Sometimes I do. I'm like, oh, I wish I could have gone and saw that panel or went yeah. and saw this author or, or whatever. But uh, I still make it around Sometimes, so usually we have uh, like a Thursday night because it usually starts on a, a Thursday halfway through the day. So we go Thursday night. We don't have any photos happening. We'll go wander around the vendor hall and, and see what's going on there. And then usually it's just Friday, Saturday, Sunday that we're we're working. Friday tends to be slightly slower still. Saturday and Sunday we're going all out the whole day. And it's crazy, but it's, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it.
1: Well, and I imagine the photo booth is like probably one of the main attractions at those conventions anyways.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we're usually in the same room as all of the, the, the guest celebrities as well, so it's it's basically them in, in one corner of the, the giant room that's this <laughs> big hall that we don't even have the full thing, like they partition it off. Uh, once everything gets set up and it's it's the, the celebrity guests are two because we have two photo booths that run simultaneously through the day so those two are there and then the rest of the the hall is filled with all the costume groups okay. so at least you know we get to see those guys every day we'll see them when they're getting set up and when they're doing things as we're wandering around and uh, so we've got, you know, the the Arizona Avengers and the Arizona DC group <laughs> and the Arizona branch of the 501st. It's like oh, they're wow. all up there and then the celebrities. So there's a lot of traffic that comes through there. And, um, yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to go take photos with their their favorite actor or favorite person? So we, we get a lot of traffic through there as well. And then they'll go and they'll take their picture and they'll go right over to where they're sitting at their table and they'll go have it signed. So it's it's really cool to see. Mm-hmm.
1: Is there a lot of like? Do you have to do any of the setup beforehand, or like, you know, taking stuff down afterwards the convention?
0: Yeah, like, it w- w- well, we won't really have to worry about like all of the the curtains and the the actual um, photo booth building of themselves. Like, they they handle the convention crew handles setting all of that up for us. What well, we what we do is we then have to go through and set up all of our computer equipment, set up all of the things that we use throughout the the day for the photo booth. Um, we go through and we, we clip all the curtains together so that it's not, so people can't peek through and (laughs) things like that. And, uh, make sure that we have all of our boxes set up for when people need to put their stuff in and they don't want to take it inside the photo booth. We have kind of like a little airport thing set up where they they put their stuff in the box. We shuffle it down. They go pick it up. (laughs) We got a little system worked out for that. So those sort of things we set up. And then at the end on Sunday, after our last photo, we'll usually do like a a big group photo for the whole team and then we'll just tear everything down and we can usually tear everything down pretty quickly. We'll we'll unclip everything and box everything up and everything will be done for them to come in and and tear down all the the curtains and partitions and all the things. So <laughs>
1: Well, and I guess after like so many years doing it too, you kind of have like a system yeah. run out or know how to how to go about it, and make it quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like you just kind of becomes second nature after after a little while. And we usually go in and they start setting things up on the Tuesday before we go in. Wednesday, set everything up. We usually have our run through on on Wednesday with all of the equipment and and everything, and our photographers show up. And that way we can test all the equipment, make sure everything's still working, get everything set up, train all of our, all of our um volunteers, and then uh, Friday we would just hit the ground running.
1: Oh nice. So that seems like it's pretty good pretty good setup then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you said the other conventions you been to this year were specifically supernatural ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of, uh, well, I I watched Supernatural like when it was on originally and I think I stopped mm-hmm. watching after a few seasons, but then about I think last year, my husband and I started watching again, so we're kind of just, like, getting back into Supernatural again, but I think it's, it's funny to see, like, all, like, everyone else talking about it online now, and to think that there's actually, like, you know, several fan conventions just specifically for it's kind of cool to to hear about, I mean, I know there's a couple, but I didn't know there was, like, that many as it seems that there are. Yeah, Ooh. and
0: I hadn't heard about it really that much either. Like I, I knew about the the comic cons and the big mm-hmm. ones, like San Diego Comic Con, New York Comic Con, where you know the the film industry is involved and all the big actors go to those. And and I didn't really know that there were all these little ones out there and that all these individual TV shows had all these yeah. conventions going on all across the the states <laughs> and in and, and Canada. And it's it was interesting to to find that out. And and the the one company that handles the at least the conventions for Supernatural in the U.S and i think the a few of the canadian ones they uh creation they also do uh the vampire diaries ones and they do star trek conventions oh, wow. they do um i think they do teen wolf and some other ones so they they have kind of the, a little bit of a link to the some of those cw yeah. shows that are that are going on and uh so they handle all those but then there's tons of other there's walking dead conventions mm-hmm. there's I think they just started doing Once Upon a Time as well. <laughs> so it's like, all these shows have their own little conventions and they're happening. What I was surprised is that they, they get a lot of turnout of people in, in Europe.
1: Oh, wow, that yeah. They, they
0: watch the shows over there, but then they actually have conventions and, and things over there. I, I hadn't realized how big some of the, the shows were over there. The Supernatural's really big over there. They have, I think, a couple that happened in, in the UK. They have um, Italy. They have a couple of big conventions for supernatural and, and a few other things that happen there and in germany wow. too especially with uh walking dead like there's ones that'll pop up all over there too so I, I guess the uk italy and germany are the ones that i've heard from so far where they actually have a, a pretty good turnout for for people to actually have the the conventions over there so i thought that was actually pretty interesting
1: yeah that's pretty cool to, to think that it spread that far i mean I, know, I mean, you know of, like, well, I know of, like, a lot of the bigger ones, you know, like, London and all that. But just their main, like, Comic-Con ones, not, you mm-hmm. know, specifically for TV shows over there. So, that's pretty cool to hear, too. Yeah. So, with the Supernatural and like, do all the actual stars actually show up to them?
0: Yeah, yeah. They will actually have, um, I think, so far, all the ones that I've been to and all the ones that I've heard about all the main actors usually show up. So, um Jared Padalecki, Jensen Ackles, Misha Collins, um Mark Shepard. they are usually the the staples of of all of them. They'll mm-hmm. they'll go to quite a few of them and then they'll get some of the the other actors. Um uh, Mark Pellegrino, uh Sam Smith, um Jim Beaver, you know some of the ones mm-hmm. that maybe aren't either on the show anymore but have been in the past and and that are fan favorites they'll they'll get them to show up. Uh, I think Rob Benedict and his band have become like the band to play <laughs> <laughs> at every single convention. They first had them just on there as kind of like a uh, an alternate name, kind of incognito kind of thing. And then finally, they're like, you know what? We're just going to hire you and your band just officially. <laughs> so now it's loud and swaying on, on all of the things. They do a concert on a usually on a Saturday night during the those conventions. So those, those guys are like super busy. <laughs> so not only are they doing the show, but then they're just... Yeah every month it seems like there's another creation supernatural convention going on and, and they go to, to pretty much all of them.
1: Oh wow yeah I think like if there's that many you know that are going on all over the world so they basically film half a year and then do conventions I guess the mm-hmm. other half. Yeah there, yeah that would
0: be I, I don't understand and you know and they, they all have families and, yeah. and it's like how do they find the time to do all this? It's like they, they are pros at balancing I guess because that's <laughs> it's a lot of time that they have to, to be away from, from home and from family and then they you know get the break from filming but then have to go do conventions so yeah. it's, I, I don't envy them sometimes but it's, it's good for them because you know they they really are good with their fans and they love doing it and love meeting fans and you know it's kind of one way you can look at it they they wouldn't have this this job this show if it wasn't for the fans watching the tv That's show true. and, and <laughs> supporting them so it's like well we'll Come and support you guys by showing up and taking pictures with you and (laughs) and having panels and things. So it's it's interesting.
1: So with the supernatural ones, are they kind of just like all like panels all weekend, all weekend long, pretty much? I mean, I guess everything's probably just based like around them, like the main characters and everyone talking.
0: Yeah, usually, and then they when you compare it to something like phoenix comic con it, it's completely different <laughs> it's it's a lot smaller it's like there's still a lot of people that go but it's usually held at at just a hotel rather than an actual convention center oh, okay so they they have it in a hotel and they basically just take over that hotel for the weekend so <laughs> it's funny when you see people that are at the hotel not related to the convention at all cuz they'll be wandering around looking very confused <laughs> so there's, there's always people in trench coats and and plaid shirts i don't understand (laughs) and uh it'll be basically just panels all day photos happening autographs happening and then at night they'll do i think friday nights they do a karaoke show which is always hosted by uh, richard spite jr and matt cohen and also rob benedict uh they basically become like the the mcs for every convention as well so they'll always (laughs) show up to, to MC it and do the karaoke thing and then there's the concert on, on um Saturday and then the the main guys Jensen and Jared usually only show up on Sunday. They sometimes will come a little earlier and they might show up at one of the concerts or things like that, but they're they're the main thing for for Sunday. Okay. So it, it's funny to see, you know, if you go the whole weekend and then all of a sudden attendance like doubles on Sunday <laughs> because everyone's coming in for for them. Yeah. So they it's been a, a running joke, at least with Richard Spite Jr. and uh, Matt Cohen, that they they appreciate their Friday people. So the people that show up from the very beginning on Friday and stick through the whole weekend are that don't just show up on Sunday. <laughs> They're like you're, you're our Friday people, and we love you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess I imagine that a lot of people would probably just go for like the Sunday kind of stuff. I mean, unless you know you're one of the people that wants to go for the whole time. I could see a lot more people just going for that.
0: Mm-hmm. They they do and I mean, there's a lot of people that go the the whole weekend because it's 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 fun it's entertaining yeah and they're people that are just as much fans of of the other guys as they are the the main two guys it's just of course they pull in a lot more people (laughs) yeah (laughs) they are the the main two stars of the show so it's understandable (laughs) but uh yeah i usually try to go the the whole weekend friday through through sunday and because they're slightly smaller they only do friday through sunday whereas the the bigger conventions will usually do thursday through sunday Mm -hmm. um i think the only creation supernatural convention that is actually four days is the one they hold in vegas so that's their their big one it's oh, wow. four days long it's huge it they take over an entire hotel in vegas yeah. and, and they they go all out for that one
1: and with the one like you said you went to the one in in london was it mm-hmm. like kind of similar to the ones in the states like kind of run the same and the same kind of stuff going on
0: yeah, yeah, it was very similar. I mean, you, you could tell that it was run by a, a different company, but much in the same fashion. They had the the panels going on, the photos, the autographs. Um, they had a little vendor room set up, just as the, the ones in the States do, too. It's still, um, you know, much lower key than the, the big conventions are, uh, but still had a great turnout of, of fans. And they usually are, they can pick good locations, so that there's stuff to do around the the convention as well. So you can go out and grab something to eat and, you know, go get coffee or whatever. when you need some downtime between panels or or things like that. And, um, like I said, you can make a a really good vacation out of it as as well. So I spent a few days doing that and then we all went to, to London and spent a few days in London and just wandered around London and I got to see all the sites. I actually was smart and bought a, um, one of those bus passes for a tour bus. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was one where you could get on the bus, drive, and then if you see something or stop, you wanted to get off, you get off and then wait for the next one to come along, hop on that one, and then just keep going. So that's why I just spent like an entire day just hopping on and off of this bus and <laughs> at, at all the big places. I saw Big Ben and Parliament and the Buckingham Palace and downtown London and Shakespeare's Globe Theater. Oh, wow. And it included a, a short boat tour on the Thames so we did that and went from one side to the other and then kept going and it was it was really cool and really fun and it it made it a lot easier to see all of London in like a day so I was really glad I did that
1: that's pretty cool Uh, you can just you know get off the bus and sort of get back on kind of thing and not have to worry about finding cabs or you know other public transportation type things or anything like that
0: yeah yeah because it was it was like uh they called it a 24-hour pass so as soon as you got it you know checked in for the first time it was good from then until you know the same time the next day so you could hop on and off it you didn't have to you could take your time if you wanted to and then stop at a certain place a little bit longer and there was always i think a bus like every 15 minutes so even if you just missed one you didn't have to wait very long especially while we were there the the weather weather wasn't as cooperative as it could have oh, been yeah. It was raining a little bit, so we we never got soaked or anything waiting for a bus, so that was always good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's kind of hard to judge, too, and, you know, especially London, because it's going to be rainy there. (laughs) Yeah, it was
0: very, very typical London weather, which I guess I was also excited about, because, (laughs) again, living in Arizona, we don't get much rain, so it's like, yay, weather.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something different than burning hot sun all the time. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is there any, like conventions that you've always dreamed of going to that you haven't had a chance to like a san diego something that you'd want to do or
0: i've thought of, i've thought about it san diego is the one where it, it's close enough that i could easily drive so i wouldn't have to worry about spending money on airfare i could just drive get, you know, get my hotel room it's just it's so difficult to get a ticket to yeah. san diego comic-con you have to you know, sign up for this mailing list to tell you when to to sign up for the ticket raffle that yeah. you might get a ticket for if you sign up for this other thing, and it's
1: crazy, well, and it's expensive. And they changed expensive. it, too, now, so it's, like, individual days, too, or something. Mm-hmm, so, yeah, to so it's... You get stuck with, like, you know, a Sunday ticket and not get any of the other days. And...
0: Right, so you, you almost have to, like, know someone that knows someone or knows someone that has like a ticket or, or something that they can, yeah. you know, give it to you that they have an extra one or a spare to, to even be <laughs> able to go. But I guess there's there's a lot of stuff that happens outside of the convention center as well. So a lot of people just go and do that, just hang out there. I guess uh, Nerdist <laughs> does something outside the convention center that is open to anyone. And uh, all the restaurants in the in the downtown area there around the convention center will will do things and have activities, and so you could just have just as much fun outside the convention.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> That's but I, so cool. I
0: I kind of want to want to go in and at least check it out, or at least one of the the other big conventions, maybe one of the other big Canadian ones, um, or one of the WizardCon Con ones, or Wizard yeah. Worlds, or
1: whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah, I think that because I know. my husband and I've talked about doing the San Diego one but it seems like it's just gotten so big the last Mm -hmm. few years where it it just almost be like kind of like more of a hassle to go to it than we didn't actually enjoy so I know we've been talking about doing like one of the wizard world ones or one of those like smaller ones or Emerald City or something in Seattle and Mm -hmm. those ones that are still you know fairly big for what they are but not at the ridiculous level that San Diego's gotten to be.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was feeling like if you get fortunate enough to actually get a ticket, you'll go and then you'll spend your whole day like waiting in a line yeah. to get into one panel that you probably won't even get into because yeah. they'll fill, they'll fill up to capacity before you even have a chance. I think mean, people like camp out in line to yeah. go into a panel <laughs> and it's, it's craziness. So that's it's one of the reasons why I still love Phoenix Comic Con so much because we're, you know, Big, but we're not so big where people miss out on getting tickets. Because I don't think we, we even completely sell out even oh, wow. right before the convention. So there's always still tickets available. You can make it into panels, and yes, there might still be lines here and there, but it's all manageable, and, and it's not like you know you're spending your entire day in a line. Yeah. You can still go, you know, go get a photo and go get this and and that, and it's it's still manageable and still doable, and you can still have fun. And not have to worry about missing a whole bunch of stuff because, oh, I need to go get in line three hours before this panel is going to start to even hope to get yeah. in. So <laughs> I hope we I, I like that we're, we're growing and we're getting, you know, more recognition and people are, you know, talking about us and, and there's good comments and things that are coming from it. But I, I want to us to never be as big as San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> and I I like the fact that we're <laughs> big enough that we can pull in some some good guests and things, but that we don't ever get that crazy.
1: Yeah, I know that it seems like a lot of other like other bigger cities are getting them now and they're getting like their own individual ones so, like Phoenix and like how New York has one and Chicago and like it seems like mm-hmm. almost every sort of, like, major city has its own now, too. So I guess, like, maybe, like, five, ten years ago, everyone kind of just would always go to San Diego because it was the biggest one. Mm -hmm. But now everyone has, like, other conventions that are probably closer to their home that they can go to instead. And get the same kind of, like, you know, I imagine most of them probably have the same kind of similar people, similar stuff going on, too.
0: Yeah, they've definitely, you could see that a lot of them have been springing up in the last few years and have grown in in popularity and then getting bigger and it's good. And then on the other hand, it's, it's kind of causing, you know, there to be less people available. Like you have to, they have to work with, with schedules and like, Oh, they, we tried to get this person, but they're busy because they're at this convention. So it's also a little bit, Oh, what's the word? It's kind of, you know, surplus. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's so many right now. So you, you don't know which ones to go to. And then, you know, some people might be disappointed. Oh, this person, why can't you get this person here? It's like, well, they have a filming schedule and they're doing this and they're doing yeah. that. And they're at <laughs> these other five conventions. So yeah. it gets kind of difficult. But, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, it, it's that's the kind of things that happen but then you know you still get really cool guests that come out and it's still a lot of fun and you know, there's you know always excitement for for when those announcements happen and you know who's coming and and then you know if there are people that you'd really want to see you just go travel you yeah. know go go mm-hmm. visit a new city and, and have new experiences and go to a convention there i never would have thought you know even five years ago that i would have been at a convention in london and that it would have been in yeah. a convention <laughs> in vancouver <laughs> I mean, you know, all over the place at the, these these conventions, and uh, it's just been really great experiences, and I want to keep doing doing that and, and having fun doing that. Uh, Chicago's another one, uh, especially with the C2E2 being not just yeah. a, uh, you know, Comic-Con type. They've got, you know, gaming stuff going on there, and they've got all these, like, different... Things going on that um, make it really cool. because It's more of a, an expo and a Comic-Con combined. So that would be one that I would really love to check out. Plus, I love Chicago. It's a great city. I've been there <laughs> quite a few times. I would love to go back there. And then um, just one of the the other ones, Seattle, would be a really cool one to, yeah. to go to. I've never been to to Seattle. Like I said, the closest thing was Vancouver. <laughs> so I would love to go to Seattle, maybe Portland. There's one there. So there's uh, there's quite a few places that I would love to go and and visit and you know vacation while going to a convention it's a good way to go about it
1: yeah i guess that's kind of like the best part of it too because you make it a whole trip like when we went to blizzcon in anaheim and we went and stayed a few days longer and we went to disneyland Mm -hmm. and took like a bus tour around los angeles and uh, santa monica and everything so it was a whole trip as well and it's a good excuse to to go somewhere (laughs) exactly go for the convention you stay for visiting in the trip and I imagine the conventions too, like like with San with San Diego and the other ones, have like a lot of stuff that's going on outside of the actual convention. Like once you're in that town, there's probably a lot of other events on that time related to the convention, outside of it. I know. Um, well, yeah, like with San Diego, and there's like a few other well, the Nerdist, but there's a few other ones too that put on other stuff at the same time, free events for people to go to after like mm-hmm. after the shows or after the panels or whatever.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I know it's San Diego especially. They, they've embraced it. They they know when Comic-Con is happening it's it's a whole wide city thing. They they go all out and they you can see like the because I happened to be in San Diego one time, one year, the weekend before Comic-Con. Oh yeah. And I thought, ah, oh, too bad that I didn't plan it, you know, exactly right so I could have been there at least during, even if I wasn't going just to see what was going on. But then at the same time I thought, Ugh, if you're not going to the convention to be there at that time would be craziness yeah (laughs) but even the weekend before they were already mostly set up so you could go and walk around the convention and kind of look through the windows and see things set up and even (laughs) the the streets downtown they had banners and flags and everything was themed in like video games and in geek culture and everything was was decorated and they had movie posters and all this other stuff so even the the city itself was was prepared and we're we're decorating all the streets leading towards the convention center. So it was really cool to see that, that even the the city itself is embracing that culture and, and being involved.
1: Yeah. I know that like we talked because well, with BlizzCon, because it's so hard to get tickets Further, We talked about even like saying, we should just go there at the time of BlizzCon's on and just like hang around outside the convention center. Right. Because you get to see all like the cosplay and everything and a mm-hmm. lot of the other stuff that's, you know, going on in the area, all the hotel parties and everything. And, so you miss the actual panels, but you still kind to go and hang out and get some of the experience, so...
0: Yeah, definitely. And you you know, people watching is is all a part of the conventions too. Is you like you said, you get to see all the cosplayers yeah. and and get really cool pictures because you, that's one of the things is that's why they cosplay is to to show off this great cool costume and then, you know, have people take pictures and and you know, give them compliments about, you know, oh, you look so cool yeah. or oh, I love that <laughs> character. Great job. And so the people watching is really great too and you get to see some some really cool stuff, especially with, with Deadpool being as popular as it yeah. is, there are a lot of Deadpools at Comic-Con and you would see them, especially it was funny if if they would meet another Deadpool. <laughs> it was always funny to, to see them interacting and then at one point there was like this group of Deadpool and... Uh, Uh, There's always a lightsaber walk that happens during the the convention. And there's always at least one Deadpool either leading the way or...
1: (laughs) It's like, oh, look, Deadpool with a lightsaber. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I love seeing all, like, the different types of Deadpools. And people dress up as, like, you know, all the different Deadpool whatevers. And and seeing them all together, that's always pretty cool.
0: I saw a Deadpool this year that uh, he was wearing a sombrero and was playing... um, The tequila song, like on while he was walking around with his (laughs) sombrero, like oh, it's okay. It's a Mexican Deadpool. That's funny.
1: I guess it's like the best part about the character too, because it's like Deadpool, whatever. So (laughs) you can have like any kind of Deadpool you want.
0: Yeah, I think the only thing he was missing was a chimichanga.
1: There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that like like I said, I've only been to the one like well actual big convention, but. For me, it was kind of cool to see, like, when we were there, that there was no, like, fighting amongst people. Because, I mean, not having been to a convention before, I always kind of assume when you get, like, a crowd, like, a big crowd of nerds together, <laughs> that there's going to be some kind of conflict. But it was just so cool to actually see, like, everyone just kind of relating because you're all there for the same thing. Like, you're all there exactly. because you like the game and, you know, you can talk about it out in the open and no one's going to make fun of you. <laughs> and mm-hmm. And just being able to relate and, you know, easily making friends with strangers that you just walk up and you just talk and hang out for the day and everything. And I think that that was like a really cool thing to see, you know, at a convention. It makes me want to go to other conventions to see the same kind of thing that you can just kind of, you know, you start the day as strangers and you end the day as friends kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that I mean that's happened to me so so often. I now some of my best friends now I've met through conventions, and <laughs> I, it wouldn't have happened otherwise if I hadn't gone to these conventions. And especially with the with Phoenix Comic Con, because of the of working there and all these years now, a lot of the the other people I work with we've become really close friends. We hang out, you know, all the time outside of conventions, and just do things together. And it would have never happened if it yeah. hadn't been for for Comic Con. So it's it's great. And my friends in the UK as well. We met because we love supernatural. There was this convention and now we're we're great friends. We talk every day <laughs> and we, you know, chat about all the the supernatural stuff and what's going on and all these conventions and It's just, it's really cool, and it's always a a great atmosphere when you're at a convention, because like you said, everybody's there for the same reasons, or maybe different, but still slightly similar reasons, you know, they they love the same TV show, or they love the same game, the same, you know, anime, whatever, just, it's, it's, you have the higher chance of finding people that like the same
1: stuff as you at a convention. Yeah, because I mean, well, that's why they're there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I definitely like. If we want to try and get to a few more. I think it's more just at this point deciding what ones we want to go to. I know um mm-hmm. there's one in Toronto that's like a big pop culture convention, and they actually have like it's all the same weekend, and it's you know like comics and movies and TV shows, but then they have like horror stuff, so they have mm-hmm. like all the the horror events at the same time, and I think there's even like sports on it too. Where it's like, you know, actual football stars and everything come and it's just like one giant weekend of like everything <laughs> in entertainment, right. which I imagine is like a lot of different types of fans going to that one, but it would be kind of cool because you can, you know, sit there and go to a panel on, you know, like a, like a show like Supernatural and you go down the hall and there's like, you know, some horror movie convention and, or a panel that you can go to and it's all in one place kind of thing. So we're kind of yeah. trying to decide, you know, if that's something we'd want to go to or... You know, if it it ends up being more like a comic con, but it seems like almost all the comic con ones now are just like basically pop culture, anyways.
0: Yeah, usually, and it's, it's funny when you go to everything. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny when you go to the, the those ones that where they have like all these different things, mm-hmm. and then sports and stuff, and then you see, you know, the that people really do like all sorts of things. Yeah, you know, geeks can like sports too, yep. <laughs> and, and it's always funny when you see the different things that people like you go oh you like this too but you also like this great like right now um there there was a couple of big soccer tournaments going on both in the US and, and in Europe that I've been really interested in and you know I'm not necessarily huge into sports but soccer is one of the things that I just absolutely love and will watch no matter what <laughs> and at the same time you know I'll geek out about all sorts of things you know Star Wars Star Trek you name it and it's it's cool and and it's it's really become a different you know era at a different time for for geeks it's not something that you know you have to be ashamed of or anything and no one will make fun of you because yeah. now it's it's like you know all these people that love the same things as you do and it's 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 cool it's fun and you don't have to worry about it anymore
1: <laughs> so if there is one convention you go to in like all of the world where money was no object <laughs> where would <laughs> you want to go to a convention
0: oh goodness I would probably have to say the convention in New York, because I think that would be a fantastic vacation at the same time, because I've always wanted to go to to New York, it's been on my list of places to visit (laughs) for forever. So I think I would love to go to the, the New York convention and see what that's like, because that's it's basically the almost a San Diego equivalent because you've got yeah. it's the biggest one just on the East Coast and they have a lot of the, the big stars and things. And at the same time, you could go wander around New York and Manhattan and all these other places and uh, do some sightseeing. So I think that one would be a,
1: a cool one to go visit. That would definitely be a pretty good one. I think so. <laughs> For me, I I think that I probably like want to go the one in Australia just so I can go to Australia. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool too. <laughs>
0: but other went... con- other countries, other continents that that's always good too. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I wouldn't want to pay for that trip out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely that's
0: a, that's a very long <laughs> flight and very yep. expensive.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. I yeah, like I think that New York is definitely something that would be on my list too. Just to go to New York and actually see like all the stuff you actually see on TV and actually see it in person, right? Would be kind of cool. That's what I liked about when we got to go to Anaheim and I made a big deal. I'm like, I want to go to Santa Monica Pier like more than Mm -hmm. anything else. I don't care how much it costs. I want to go to Santa Monica Pier. Yep. And so like being actually able to be there and being like, oh, because you know you see it on TV all the time and everything like that. That was pretty cool.
0: Hmm.
1: I think it'd be the same too because I've always wanted to go to the UK so going to one over there would be pretty awesome yeah that'd be a great trip <laughs> <coughs> oh excuse me Wonderful allergy season here.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have that too. But with us, it's, you know, so much dust and yeah. dirt flying
1: around. It's it's horrible. <laughs> well, here, it's every time it rains, it kicks everything up into the air again. Uh-huh, So you right. can't get away from it <laughs> for months. <laughs> well, I think that'll probably wrap up our convention talk. Um, if people can, you know, want to check out your podcast and all that online, you can give uh, the links to that out. Sure.
0: Uh, You can contact us on Twitter. It's at Gotham Lights. Uh, We are on iTunes, Stitcher, all those fun places. Just search Gotham Lights. We have a Facebook page that you can also find, uh, facebook.com backslash Gotham Lights. Uh, I can be reached on Twitter personally at BadWolfBay87. So you can reach out to me there and then... um, yeah, you can reach out to the show. Uh, we also have an email address you can contact, if you like, Gotham Lights, podcast at com, And uh, that's where we can be reached. And love to if you love Gotham, Batman, <laughs> check us out. We'd love to hear from
1: you. <laughs> I'll be sure to have all the links in the show notes for people, too, so they can go directly to them. <laughs> right. Well, thanks for being on to talk about conventions. It was fun. It's nice hearing about them, like I said, because I've only been to the one, so kind of nice getting the perspective especially for someone who's volunteered at at a convention and seeing we we'll getting to hear like that end of things how that yeah. goes
0: <laughs> yeah it was fun well, and, and thanks so much for for having me on it was a lot of fun <laughs>
1: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Little Geek Lost. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find me online at littlegeeklost.com. I am also on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Google Play, and a proud member of the Potter and Family Network. So if you search hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter, check out all those other great shows, and you'll find mine in there as well. Uh, if you're on YouTube and you're into the video kind of thing, you can find my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash littlegeeklost. And as well, if you want to pick up a t-shirt or some kind of Little Geek Lost swag, you can find my stuff over at redbubble.com and just search littlegeeklost, all one word.